like the major topic of conversation during these troubling times is finance. Many, many years ago, Rabaku, who is one of my spirit counselors, taught me some interesting things about, as he called it, the human dollar. I thought that was funny and it made me laugh, but the subject that he taught me was very serious. He said money was never meant to be uh, a tool for survival for humanity. It was meant to be a learning tool for spirituality. And I thought that was an interesting concept. He continued on that money, like many other things like love or career or relationships or whatever, is to teach us how to deal with opposites. We cannot understand wealth until we understand poverty. We can't understand health until we understand illness. We can't understand love until we understand loneliness or abandonment. Many years ago, I experienced a health problem that put me in a great depression and I was curled up on my bed for days upon days. But the doctors, 19 of them, could not discover what was wrong with me. And as each doctor said, there's nothing wrong with you. You just have children. You're overwhelmed. Go home. Take a nap. That didn't work. Many months later, I finally discovered that it was simply my diet. And when I solved the problem, I remember one morning I was making the bed and I was feeling really good and healthy. I felt strong again. And as I pulled the sheet up on the bed, I remember saying with great excitement, it feels so good to feel good again. Baku pointed out that I could not understand and have empathy for people who are ill until I had been ill, till I had walk that lonely path, that frightening path, and then I could feel it. I could understand what people were going through. So I didn't really appreciate being healthy until I became ill. I have a friend who has been wealthy for much of his life, and all of a sudden he wakes up in the morning, and now some days he doesn't have any money in his pocket or in his checking account. Now, what is that about? He's a good man. He follows God's direction every day. He gives of everything. Anything he anybody needs, he gives it if it's his last dollar. So what is the opposite of that? Abaku says that that's about giving and receiving. I know I've always been a giver, I love to help others. I was right there if they needed me. I would give them my last dollar. I would give them, I can't tell you how many kitchens I have supplied for people who are just starting out. And then I just go buy me more if I needed it. I remember one morning, my daughter-in-law um, was first moving into her first apartment and I supplied her kitchen, and I loved doing that. But guess what? One day she was sitting in my 
kitchen and I had been gone and I came home and she had cleaned my house. And I immediately said, oh, I was going to do that. That was on my list. You shouldn't have done it. And she got mad at me and I couldn't figure out why. Until she went on to explain, you make me so mad because you go about and you love helping others. You love giving, but you never let anybody else receive those blessings. You want them all for yourself. Well, I, that took me aback. I couldn't believe she was yelling at me. But when I calmed down and I went and sat in with it, she was right. I love the feeling of helping others. I love the smiles on their faces. I loved it when somebody didn't have to walk out of the store without something that pulled at their heartstrings because I could buy it for them. I was not letting anybody do that for me. I was slamming the door in their face. I wanted all the rewards and I was not allowing them any of the blessings. As I got older, there were things I could no longer do physically. And it was so hard for me to have my children and my friends do things for me that I used to do for myself easily. It broke my heart. I felt guilty. I felt ashamed. I felt useless. And all they were doing was showing me that they loved me, but I couldn't allow them to do that. It took me so long to learn to just smile, be glad that they could feel the wonderful feeling of sharing with others. Finally, I learned, and I would just smile and say thank you. I still struggle with it some days, but I'm getting much better at it. Habakkuk then taught me how important it is to not judge and label things. And as I thought of that, we judge and label everything, every second of the day. It's too hot. It's too cold. That neighbor wore the wrong shoes. That tree needs to be trimmed. We label and judge everything. And we do that with finance, with love. With finance, we say, we've got money, we're wealthy, that's good. We don't have money, we have lack and we're poor, that's bad. But in the cosmos, there's no good or bad, there just is. You've got money today, you don't have money today. It's that simple. The lesson is, learn to appreciate, learn to breathe in and embrace the lessons that we learn from poverty and from lack or for, from disease, from pain, from being alone. Those things are lessons for us. They're not meant to be good or bad. They just are lessons. And if we once learn to just sit and observe the lesson, how am I feeling today? Am I in pain? Then what is the lesson about the pain? What is it trying to tell me? And if I go within, if I sit with it, if I just allow that 
message to come through without judgment, without fear, without running away from it, which we love to do when something bad happens that we consider bad. But if we just sit and ask, what are you trying to tell me? Then we learn the lesson. Then we can move to the next step of more money, more abundance, more love, more health, whatever it is. Abaku then taught me about we have to have the same frequency as what we desire. Now, frequency is an energy, and I call it the joy level. Are you at a 10 joy level, which would mean you're vibrating at a 10, or you're at a joy level of 2, maybe you're depressed or angry or sad, He went on to say that you have to vibrate, you have to have that level of joy that matches what you desire. So he showed me an example of if I wanted a $100,000 house, if I was vibrating at a two, if I was depressed or angry or just apathetic, I could never receive that $100,000 house because it vibrated with the frequency of a 10. A $100,000 house vibrates at a 10, so I had to raise my joy level up to the same level as that house. I had to vibrate at a 10. Well, that's pretty simple if you think about it. What brings me joy? Do more of what I love doing. Where's my passion? And do that if it's holding a baby or it's gardening or it's walking in nature or it's creating something, whatever it is. Some people, I had a friend who loved cleaning toilets. That would bring her a five, sometimes a seven. Have to just bring the joy that we want, raise it up, So our vibrational frequency raises, and then when we match that, the universe can give it to us. So when we pray for a new home, and we're sitting around grumping and whining and focusing on what we don't have, we're vibrating very low. And the universe wants to fill our needs, our desires, but it can't. There's a universal law. You have to be what vibrate, excuse me, vibrate to the level of what you desire. So if you want love in your life, say you want a new romantic partner and you're a grump and you're a whiner and you're negative and you're angry all the time, but you want this handsome, charismatic, loving, kind, gentle, strong man in your life, do you see what that means? There's no way you're going to resonate with them. He's not going to be able, or she, is not going to be able to find you because he won't be looking down at vibrational people that are too. I'm not saying down upon you. I'm just saying... He won't find anybody in a two level because he's resonating at a seven, eight, nine, or whatever. You have to raise your vibration up to what you want that person to be. And then the universe can bring them to you. 
but not a moment before. So my message today is, if you don't have the things in your life that you love, that your heart yearns for, then raise your vibrational frequency. That's the secret. And the way to do that is do what you love doing. Find the time, carve it out. You find the time to overeat or to watch TV shows or to listen to the news or to go out and be in the world that's negative and grumpy. That's not going to ever get you what you really desire in life. Find what you love to do. If it's taking a bath with candles, if it's gardening, if it's walking, whatever it is, Take time to do it every single day and make every day do it a little longer and a little longer and you'll watch your vibrational level frequency raise a little more each day and one day, guess what? What you've desired, what you've longed for will ring your doorbell will come to you on a silver platter because the universe wants to give you everything you desire. But we have to do the work first. We have to go in and let go of the labeling, the judgment, the I don't deserve, I don't know how, I'm not smart enough. None of that is real. None of that is the truth. You have the keys to raise your joy level. Raise it high. It feels good. It's so much fun. And it brings you everything your heart desires, as long as it's for your highest good. So go play today. Go let go of all the judging. And let's change your world. Let's bring everything your heart desires back into your life, and watch the miracles happen. Have a great day.